The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. to another episode of the world's team on the blogging voice network in partnership with sb nation i am meg murray and i am joined as always by paul stewart hey paul how's it going pretty good pretty good um besides staying up till 4 a.m watching this game i'm feeling pretty good so i do apologize how do about... you do it <laughs> well i don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice i sound tired so i do apologize for this podcast if i do sound very sleepy <laughs> Well, it'll be a, we'll get through this and you can go take a slumber after. Hey, I've got all the time in the world for my cowboys and talk about cowboys. So I'm all good <laughs> for that. So right after, like, take as much time you want. I'm all here all night. Just uh, give me a wee holler for them dozing off. <laughs> no problem. Well, something that uh, might get you going is uh, the cowboys wore some... New helmet uniform combination situation last night, and yep. it looked pretty fresh. It looked very clean, and it was on fire. Like, I think we've used the Colorverse jerseys always with the silver helmet previously, but this is the first time it's went full-on white, like from helmet to uniform to pants and socks. So it looked, it looked great. I want to see more of it in the future. I loved that alternate helmet. Yeah, it it looks amazing. I think the combination was great, too. It's just funny that, um, (laughs) you know, once they started tumbling around a bit, they were green. So when they walked out, though, they looked incredible. (laughs) Yeah, when you see them, when you see all, like, the old line, all synchronous, like, all, like, picturesque, like, all the uniforms together and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, that looks one badass like excuse my excuse my French there amazing uniform <laughs> I think BA is a pretty uh, good explanation for how they looked last night at least you know they're close <laughs> yeah we can uh, get into how that game went uh, they ended up winning and uh, 27 to 13 <laughs> yeah it was not pretty at all. Um, but we did get the win, however. But there's just a lot more questions and um, doubt a little bit going into these playoffs. 
based mm-hmm. on that performance. What are you doubting right now? I'm kind of doubting that it's sometimes the tactics with Kellen Moore. Like, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now. We ran uh, for 32 attempts. Um, we only got 87 yards overall. And that was uh, 39 yards for Malik Davis, 57 for Elliott, and 11 yards for Dak. And in terms of the passing, we'd, we passed less. Dak only threw it 29 times. So I'm just kind of wondering, like, when the running game was purely not working as expected, why wasn't the decision to be throwing the throw the ball a bit more to try and like get Dak more in a bit of a rhythm? That yeah, I mean that's a good question. That we knew going in that that defense that was a good run defense, I should say. Um, and you know you have Tony Pollard out, so that typical one-two punch that you have is. Um, is, you know, not available to you. So, you mm-hmm. know, you're relying on young Malik. And uh, he he tried his darndest. It, it, he was up against some formidable opponents. Um, Zeke still did manage to get into the end zone um, for his ninth game with a touchdown. So, you know, props to him for that. Um, but, yeah, you know, establishing a rhythm in the passing game uh, would have benefited them quite a bit uh considering uh, but uh, consider sure I understand my watch is yelling at me sorry um <laughs> considering you know the uh the mishaps that happened should we say um yep. with the two interceptions and the fumble so you know maybe that would have prevented it maybe we would have ended up with more situations who knows yeah, I mean, I don't know if it, I think it's just more of looking back where there's games where we look absolutely tactic, tactically amazing, i.e., the Minnesota game is a good example. Then you go into a game where you're expected to win like that, and we literally have no answer, and it's been a struggling game, but yet we just managed to crawl ourselves over the finish line and win that those type of games. So that's my only concern. It's just like, can we just be consistent? And yeah. have that have have our best performance going into these playoffs. The way how things are going like it's really hot and cold. We just don't know what type of team we're going to turn up as, and that's my general concern, really. I think um, there's a lot of talk about this, so I just want to get your thoughts on it. And we have discussed this before, but after watching that game, I think even more so. The question is, do they play down to their competition? when when you walk into someone's house and you're like wow these guys are number one in their division um they're really good they're like putting up these phenomenal offensive performances they blew them out and i'm talking about minnesota obviously yeah but when you're talking about like going into some of these games where you're like easy win like whatever um, don't have to worry about it too much. Like, do you think that there is a little bit of merit to the argument that, you know, they play down to their competition. They like, um, they just kind of feel like they're going to win. And so they don't play up as much as they should. Yeah. I mean, let's take that, that whole AFC. Is it the AFC South where it's Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston? Like, you would think going into these games, there would be 
well, maybe not so much Tennessee, but based on prior to the, all the injuries and stuff like that, but when you look at Houston and Jacksonville, you would expect going into these games to be, oh yes, absolute easy wins. But those two games were probably the most frustrating games of the season, more than anything. We actually lowered our like our capability to match their maximum. And don't like you, you know what I'm saying though. It's just I feel so though we're like like you're saying we're leveling down to the competition. And I think you're I think you're right when it comes to teams that like the Eagles in Minnesota who are like one and two right now in the seasons right now, we rise up to those occasions and we put on performances. It's it's weird. Yeah, um, I'll provide a little bit of interesting interesting perspective that I listened to. Um, so on Friday's episode of The Break, um, hold on one second. <laughs> In case anyone is wondering, uh, Meg's dog. <laughs> uh, I have three dogs in my house right now. One, one being Kelsey's dog uh, Murphy, who is a puppy, and he found a squeaker that I found on the floor and went to take it back. And I said no. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but let me offer you a little interesting perspective. So on the break on Friday's episode, um, it was Brian Broadus, Nick Eatman, and Derek Eagleton. Um, the, those are people that have been in that building. Um. For a long time, I'm not going to expose them too much, but for a long time, um, and they offered the perspective of, you know, people that have been around the block there. And they're just like, you asked me this like years ago, I'd be like, 12 wins. Unbelievable. Incredible. Doesn't matter how we got here. This is the best ever. Like, so exciting. And they're just like, it's hard to, you know, when you've been around, you see like how hard you have to work for every win and like what goes into all of it. And um, then to, you know, see fans just be like, wasn't good enough. Like they did this, this, and this wrong quarterbacks, terrible, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they have to fight for every inch. So every win, every inch, every, whatever, like it's 12 wins is impressive no matter what. Absolutely. Well, yeah. In that perspective, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just saying they didn't discount the errors that happened, just so we're clear. But ah, where that yes. them offer that explanation, I was like, yeah, like, you know what? 12 wins is great. Yeah, like, and I've, I think you you really kind of, when you mention this, like, like you're crawling up for those yards, like every single inch and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, and we're actually making it harder for ourselves to get these wins against, like, well, whoever, well, all the teams we beat this this season, but twelve and four right now, and it's it's crazy how we're the fifth seed and stuff like that. Like it's just unfortunate that like so the Eagles have had a better record than this as well. But it is impressive when you put it in perspective, like who we've played against and how we performed and the the games. Like, i.e., we've talked about Minnesota. So yeah, it, it is impressive. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> We got there somehow, right? Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of head scratches. Like, really, are we actually twelve and four? It's like just I know. It's like yeah. it's, it was like yay, uh, yay. Uh. It's like that's it feels like the the up and downs of how we're playing right now. This game, like even though it's like a uh, it's a win, but you're like what? <laughs> 
there's every reason to, you know, be skeptical of like how this team is playing and, you know, what they're doing to rectify a lot of their issues, but 12 wins. That's a lot. You lost four times. You're in the NFL. Everyone's at an elite level. You Mm -hmm. won 12 times. You can possibly win 13 times. And potentially might actually steal the number one seed, potentially. If yeah, the Eagles, and then you could the... go on and win more games. Who's to say? When I say potentially, I mean, it's it's a, it's a small chance. But yeah, there tell is... us about that chance. Yeah. So we just need the Eagles to win, uh, to lose both their games and we win our next one. And we've yeah, got... they have the Saints at home and the Giants at home, both of whom could potentially be playing for their – not. Giants are not playing for their top spot. They're playing for, you know, wild card seating, yada, yada. Yeah. Yep. They, they'll the want Saints to. Gar- trying to play for first. Yeah. They'll want to try and guarantee that spot. Um, a, for the, a for the sixth place and likes of Washington, who we play in, they, they want to kind of step up that way as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, I think we've mentioned this a couple of times this season, but it's just crazy the way the NFC East. Um, has balled out this year just as a unit <laughs> from the least to the is it uh, NFC beast? beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it just didn't like it when you when you when I said it there, I just like no, it just doesn't sound right. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a long season. <laughs> yeah, I think I've actually, and this is me sound impossible. I think I've lost more hair in my head because this season. <laughs> You know what's funny is my mom forgot that you were bald ish. <laughs> she was like, I didn't think he was bald. I was like, he always wears hats, so I guess that's fair. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I have no I, I have no comment after how can I respond? How can I respond to that? That's what we call in America a read. <laughs> oh anyway. my god. <laughs> Don't make him lose any beard hair is what we ask. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But let's um, let's get into things that you know, <laughs> potentially cause some of this hair loss. And it is uh, Dak has been turning the ball over. And he oh. did it twice this game. Um, and, you know, there was a fumble in there. Uh, but, you know, I would like us all to, you know, take a deep breath, count to 10, and recognize – Peyton Hendershot has, is the responsible for one of those, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I was just about to just jump in there with that as well. Yeah, like, go right Hend- ahead. I mean, Dax, uh, our interception, yeah, that was pretty bad. Thrown into yeah. double coverage, and uh, it was a, a Bud, uh, what's his name? Baird? What's his, his son's name? The, the- B-Y-A-R-D, Bayard. Uh, uh, Bayard, uh, Bayard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Bayard. That guy, not once but twice. Like he was the one that got it away from Hendershot, and he was the one that actually snagged it away from Dak in that second one. And uh, I think Dak just needs to watch it, like just stop throwing it double coverage. Like be more safe. <laughs> I think okay. So there's there's a couple things that I like feel are at play here, and it's just like. I think Dak's gotten to the point where he's at this like never say die. And he's like, I will make this play happen. I will get this done. And sometimes 
he gets it done. And then yeah. sometimes it's the most horrific thing you've ever seen. So it's like it, there's there's no like on a scale of like one to ten, ten would be like an absolute oh my god, what a play, and zero would be like crap, it's an interception or a pick six. We've we don't actually have a level five. No. Yeah. Like the thing is, I feel like he just and you can tell him till you're blue in the face, like Dak, you need to be a little more conservative here. Um, you know, yeah. maybe throw it out or do something like get rid of the ball instead of trying to force it to somebody. I feel like in his head when he's in the moment, he's in the heat of the game, he's just like, I'm trying to win. Like, I'm going to pass it to this guy. And he's going to – I'm going to pass it right to him and he's going to get it. And just, like, mm-hmm. ignores the fact that there's, like, other things going on. I mean, in a way, I admire that, like, that mindset because that means it comes to show he has a lot of trust in his guys, like, all the wide receivers and the tight ends. And – yeah, well, <laughs> well, maybe not so much the exception, but uh, Peyton Hendershot, because that was his only tar- uh, target in that game. Well, to be fair, he was targeting Schultz when he got that second interception, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 just that, that just occurred to me. My, geez, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't think there necessarily is any really stopping him. Um, you just hope that because like if you look at his previous years, you know, really not getting many, if hardly any, um, interceptions, it's you're gonna have to look at like who was playing with him and like were they causing some of the interceptions and they weren't. So the fact that there are people on this team that like, and I'm not not hating on Noah Brown, I'm not hating on Peyton Hendershot. And it's going to be a combo of both, like, I want to force this ball and I wasn't ready to catch this ball. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's really not an answer that I can come up with because I don't think you can tell Dak not to do something like that because he's just a game player. And in the moment, he's all he's trying to do is, like, ball out and, like, go beast mode and, like, get a fantastic throw and blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't really occur to him. Maybe not this one. Maybe wait for the next one. This is not the opportunity. Maybe next down. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Do you not think he's, he's he feels as though he's still got a lot? Like he's trying to prove something to someone. Hundred oh, percent. Like, like, oh, well, obviously he's always out there to try and prove he's the best and that. But it seems like it's just like. Something has really set him off, and he really wants to be a bit more aggressive in the past. How people talking about how much money he makes every time he does something wrong? Oh. <laughs> I, I wish people. How about I blame all that. of you for? No, I'm just kidding. Um, he's definitely to blame for a lot of um the interceptions that have and turnovers that have occurred this year. But um, yeah, you're right. He he does feel like he's playing with a little extra chip on his shoulder with something to prove, and sometimes it does the opposite. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, his offense scored 27 points and he was the yeah. one driving. So, it was, uh, to be honest, I was a little bit gutted that we didn't get 31 points because that was my actual score prediction was 31. Oh, yeah, 31. 13. You're getting way too close. 
too close for my liking. I should actually, <laughs> I, I should put a bet sometime, but the nah. prophet Paul, <laughs> he knows well, it all. <laughs> oh, good for now, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> <sighs> Same. If you ask my grandmother, um, <laughs> but yeah. So let's talk about. I think the biggest uh oh from this game. I some would argue it's the Dak interceptions. Sure. I think you and I would agree the biggest uh-oh is that Tyler Biotich, uh left the game and returned to the field with a big fat boot on his leg. Yeah. It's, it's uh, gotten because he's been having a really, really good season as well. Like He did kind of lo- had a little bit of trouble with dealing with, um, what's the defensive tackle's name of that name again? Trey Everett? No. Basically, he was having a lot of uh, issues with the interior at one point. And if the way how what happened was it wasn't even his fault. It was uh, coming in from Conor McGovern's side and a tumble over and it went over his ankle. And it looked horrible in the replay. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a big miss. But we don't know the full extent what the injury is. We've, yeah, at the know, time of this recording, yeah. we do not know. Yes. Yeah, it's speculated, what, a high ankle sprain? High ankle sprain. So you have yeah, a high ankle sprain. Can you play? Yeah, yeah. I think we'll definitely for this game against Washington. I think he'll probably just yeah, just rest up, just make yeah. sure that we're ready for the playoff. So you think that there, if that is what the if that is true, you think mm-hmm. that he could still play in the playoffs? I, I think he'll play in the playoffs. I would yeah. definitely like if he, if he if it's just that ankle sprain and they'll tape him up. He could play potentially play against Washington, but I wouldn't want him to do that. I want to make sure that ankle is like close to his one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that, that's why they rested Tony Pollard, and likely will do it again. If I had to guess on a yeah, I mean I I probably expect a lot. Not only just like support art and stuff like that, but you may expect to see a lot more players. But another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, mm. technically, like, if we're being honest with ourselves, do we need to win that game? No. No. It'd be a bonus. And it would be a if, bonus. But if the Eagles were, in theory, were to lose the this game at this uh, this weekend, and it's all to play for, and we're basically playing a head-to-head, we need yeah. to win and they need to lose, then it's probably more of a game-day decision, perhaps. Yeah, uh, likely they are not going to show their cards there until the very last second. 
Um, but as we've seen earlier in the season, like a Cooper Rush game is not terrible if we're, if we're not too worried about things. No. And uh, he, what, he was five and one before that came back and yeah. did a great job. And yeah, I'm f- a lot more comfortable knowing what, what Cooper Rush has done this year. And well, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I just, I'll be. It's one of those games where it's like, I think this all this happens at the end of most years when you like are a shoe into the playoffs here. But, um, you know, after watching Dak went down for a minute and was like kind of struggling walking around. And I think we all like collectively held our breath there. Just like, is he okay? Like, are we sure? <laughs> yeah. And also the fact that we had to, we brought him back from when cut him a couple of years ago, he went to New York and we brought him back in. It was just like, and we at the start of the season, we're still no any of our alternative choice out there in the market. Yeah. But, but I suppose we're, we can't complain too much. We brought in a guy that was more familiar. He's worked with Kellen before. He knows Dak. So it would be more natural for him to just to come back. So, and we're seeing him now just as a backup, doing a fantastic job, just sticking to what Kellen Moore was doing, a more simplified version of the playbook, which yeah. really was. So going into this game against Washington, I'd be, um, yeah, I don't see why not. Why can't, like, I don't see any issue now. Because the thing that you never want to see is when you have to play your backup quarterback. Yeah. Which would mean Dak's injured, which could easily happen against the commanders. And then what, then you go into the playoffs with Cooper Rush and you have to play him. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy with that. Yeah. I don't see why we should play Dark. Not a, not the starter. Oh, right. Right. I've got you. Got you. Yeah. But you know, all that good stuff. How did you feel about the, uh, how the line was adjusted last night um, after Tyler went out? Um, I was actually quite happy to see Tyler Smith uh, move back inside to the left guard because um, that's what we originally did bring him in for. Um, but the way how he's been playing right now, there's going to be a lot of decisions going forward how we're going to utilise the O-line with Tyron and t- Tyler. So, But um, but Jason Peters came in. I thought he did an all right job, but the, you did notice with, and this is probably more the, not as being fast as, as much anymore, but Peters they kind of was a little bit slow to react to some blocks um, in the pass protection. So I f- I f- other than that, I thought in terms of the run game, like he did set up the blocks all right, but we just couldn't seem to actually like get enough separation in the gaps for like Zeke and the running backs. Yeah. And I mean, that also refer back to, they have a great run defense. So the fact that they were, yeah, yeah. Able to hold him back as well as they did. That was impressive. And, you know, you always say, and anyone that knows anything about the O-line will always say, you want your best five out there. And I think they did that, Um, you know, given the circumstances. Yeah. And, and fair play to Connor McGovern as well. He, he adjusted very well. I mean, um, I think he did get caught out just kind of not being used to playing back in the center position. Um, yeah, missed it. Um, getting into position for our blocks and stuff like that, and it just kind of opened the the gap for uh, the, the door for gap to have to like move out the pocket. So, um, but other than that, he did okay. So, but we'll see what the extent is and what we're going to do against Washington. Whatever, uh, 
O-line we're going to be starting that game. Yeah, well, uh, keep an eye on that for this week, you know, because you mentioned this already with Jason Peters. I mean, he just hasn't played like a full game. Yeah. I mean, he's solid coming in. Yeah. And and, I mean, like I said, like he he does his job. I mean, the thing was with Jason Pierce, I think he knows his expectations because of his age and whatever and that. But he's a plug in guy. It's just like, just put me in when you really, really need me, pretty much. It's like, You think maybe they uh, they did bring in what Brock Hoffman is that his name? Uh, yes, Brock Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to see how they practice this week, but that might be you know just a solution to be able to shift guys around a little bit if he's up to the task. But center is like a huge deal, so I don't know. To me, I think center is probably the, one of the most important positions in football. Right? Because end of the day, that's where the ball starts. Not the quarterback, it's your center. If your center messes up all the time, like you have no offense at all. If your center cannot establish the, the snap or the handoff to the quarterback, you're you're going to lose. Like, so I... I, I you can always have bad quarterbacks in that, but if you have a good center on it, you're going to give your quarterback a more better chance yeah. of executing. So I think center's way more important than quarterback these days. And it's very un- and it's very underrated. I feel like you're adding the Eagles and the 49ers when you say that. Um <laughs> and yeah, Jason Kelsey, um, one of the best guard, uh, centers in the NFL, without a doubt. Yeah. So I feel like you're taking Micah Parsons' side with that comment, and I'll um, leave it at that. <laughs> um, how did you think Micah did last night with his club hand? I'm not happy about it, to be honest. I'm not happy the fact he was on the field. Like When I saw the picture of him emerging on the field with that clumminess, I was like, why on earth are we actually playing him here? Like, like, I get he like I can understand maybe from Parsons' point of view, it's like he he will have that dog mentality where he's like it's like I don't care, just wrap it up, wrap it up, put me in, coach. I I I can still do it. He's probably got that type of he's pretty much got that mindset where it comes to him. he's got that lion mentality, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm not happy the fact that we still let him on the field. Like, regardless if he wanted to be on or the coaches wanted to force him on, like, either way, I'm not happy about it because I want him, like, and, and I think it's clearly shown, I think he's exhausted. Like, I mean, clearly he's seen that last week. Yeah, well. I mean, <laughs> he definitely is exhausted. And I feel like he's even said, like, I'm tired, but I'm, like, I'm going to play, like, whatever. Lion's always hungry, yada, yada, yada. Um. I simply believe that he there's only the, the only explanation is that uh he refused to not play. Yeah. Because it would have been perfectly not easy, but like they would have been able to figure it out um you know if he sat. I mean the de- I'm not saying the defense did great and they didn't need him. They did, but like it would have been okay to sit him. You just have to figure it out at some point. Yeah. 
and like think about the future versus like the right now. Exactly. Like, is it really worth just a, is it really worth just putting Parsons in there for a couple of snaps? They might actually make the hand worse and we might miss him like beyond that playoff game. Like, I wouldn't want to risk that because I want to make sure that we have everything going forward into these games. Like, whoever it is that we, we play against. Yeah, you've you've done the hard part, like we mentioned. Like you've won, now you've won twelve games. Um, and and that, like, and that goes that goes back to your original point. It's like we should be happy we're in this position, like right? being 12, 12 and four. But now we need to start thinking. We need to be smarter what we're doing here. Like like, can we just take the loss here and just like let our backups to t- uh, take a chance here? Rest of stars, then make sure we're being more intelligent. We're going right. forward. Well, and you don't us. know that you would have lost without Micah playing, too. Yeah, yeah, we've, true. We've done the hard part, especially the defense. The defense really carried this team. Not, I'm not discounting Cooper Rush's like work that he did. Like, of course not. But he, they, they were able to stay in the game because of how the defense played. They've now amassed so many injuries um, that you're just like, we've done the hard work you need to take a break and rest up because we have a lot more hard work in front of us um, that actually means something other than like one more thing in the win column. I don't care mm. about that anymore. You're, you're in the playoffs. You made it into the playoffs. And the, okay. there's no one, and no one's going to shift you any lower than fifth. Yeah. In the seasons. Like there's just a really, really low chance of getting the top spot, but you can't, we can't rely on another team to do that. Yeah, and like I'll I'll quit knocking them for decisions they, that have already been made. Like it already happened. He already played. Yep. He had a club hand. But yep. um, next week is what we're talking about here, and uh, we play the Commanders. And I don't need any more injuries. Yeah, I think that's the, I, <laughs> I think that's one I'm just thinking about for next uh, against the Commanders is no injuries. That's all I want, and starters rested yeah bring in and the backups is that man <laughs> bring in the backups absolutely bring in the backups um wh- who was your uh star of the game last night oh uh ty hilton for me actually oh really mm-hmm. so for a guy's really like who's only had so little time to really prepare, like especially with like he made that third and thirty play last week, uh, like just be, literally like getting his foot in the door and he's already in, and he's played, and now this week he's contributed already more. So like I'm just looking at his stats just now, like four recorded a uh, uh, four pass four passes that he catched fifty yards, averaging twelve point five. And his longest was twenty eight yards. I mean, he's he's contributing at the most important times as well. So he's been very clutch. Yeah, I mean, you uh, God, the, that third and thirty, I will never get over that. I don't think. Um, I do need to, I need to add to ask you this: like, have you seen all the Eagles reaction videos to that play? Like, I don't think I have. Oh, it is spectacular. So, and no disrespect to any of the Eagles content creators out there, but your reactions was fantastic. <laughs> and and, and, I, and I, I was just loving the tears of that moment. 
So, yeah, you were uh, you were laying it on thick last week. Oh, <laughs> big time, big time. I just, I'm sorry. I just, I just dislike that team for everything. Of course. Yeah, I think you were just, didn't you post like a selfie with like drinking something and you were like, tastes like tears or whatever. And I was just like, you yeah, had Edel, fun yeah, tonight. Yeah, Edel's tears taste delicious. They do. There's no lie. Man. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're not following Paul, I don't know what you're doing. Um, he uh, gets a little <laughs> rowdy in these streets on social media and it's, it's a sight to behold. Uh, especially, especially when it's a divisional game. Of course. You gonna keep that same energy for the commanders, or are we not too worried about it this time? Because we already said we want them to sit people. Uh, I don't know what to feel. I, yeah, I want to see the, the commanders. No, in fact, actually, there's enough theory here. Actually, before you mention that, mind mm-hmm. it, if if we beat Washington, that gives. And this is where I sound mental that the fact that Dream Bay could still make the playoffs, they could still take that spot. And we know what the Dream Bay are like when they're in the playoffs. Annoying. Exactly. Annoying. And the, I just don't want that to happen. So if we, and if we beat, uh, if Washington beat us, then it's like, whatever. It's like, I, I, it's weird. So it's weird. if Washington loses to us, then mm-hmm. the Packers can. Be in the playoffs. The Packers, if they well, if they win their next game, um, they this weekend, yeah, yeah, because uh, they uh, playing the Vikings or something crazy. Yeah, because it's all the remaining uh guys on the hunt for the the wild card spot. Yeah. Also, all of y'all listening, if you uh find the i think the round table discussion from this week um earlier in the podcast feed uh they did talk through a lot of playoff scenarios so this was probably mentioned on there um if you want to give that a listen they're always a good time on the round table um yeah the packers are playing the vikings so so they could lose pa- <laughs> yeah pa- yeah so packers would need to uh beat the vikings and and if we beat what if we beat Washington, then that would get them that eighth spot. Look, is it how many? I, is it seven spot? How many spots is there in the wild card? I don't know. I just know we're in it. So, Ugh, I, I've lost. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how. To... That out real quick, but um, yeah, I'd be seventh. Yeah. No, Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. About... Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, yeah. I, my my head's fried. Honestly, <laughs> one like the ones you're really going to want to pay attention to this weekend are, I guess, if you're interested to see if the Packers could make it in, like that would be a good game to watch. Um, the Panthers Bucks is one Ooh. that we'll want to pay attention to because that directly affects us, as does um the Saints Eagles game. So, <clears throat> oof. Because that I- that number one spot is likely going to the Bucks, but there's a definite chance that that could be stolen from them. So, Yeah, and Panthers would be like, ah, that's a, that's a good opportunity here. So, mm-hmm. And that's the NFC landscape. So, I mean, like, if you have the Packers in there, you got to have the Giants in there. Um, and then it's, yeah, I don't like any of that. <laughs> I would prefer yeah. not to play Tom Brady, if at all possible. You know what? I was just literally just about to say that. I was like, if, if anything... 
No Tom Brady in the playoffs would sound fantastic. I and mean, he could actually finally retire and do whatever he wants. <laughs> I would say run off into the sunset and like never be heard from again, but you know that's not true. Um <laughs> I just the thing is, I know like I could argue both ways easily, but like at the end of the day, the it factor is Tom Brady. We have never beat Tom Brady. I do not want to try to do it now. <laughs> and like everyone's saying, like, it would be a good, you know, resume builder. It would, um, you know, give like galvanize the team. Like and they would, you know, get all excited and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Any playoff win is going to get them excited though. So like, why does it have to be so risky? Like we already faced one boogeyman this season and lost it. And we did technically uh... face Tom Brady, the boogeyman at the beginning of the season. Granted, we we were a completely different team at that point, as were they. Um, I still, I just don't want to see it personally. We could, just, we could easily beat that team, but he is such an it factor that I don't like it. The dream would be as no Aaron Rodgers and no Brady in our playoff bracket. Yeah, that so would I'm, be the that would be the dream. Yeah, keep we got to keep dreaming. Don't stop believing. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> Is there anybody else that you wanted to highlight um, from the game against the Titans? Nashawn Wright. There I we think, go. Yeah, they were, yeah, Nashawn Wright had a great game. Like, the, the, there was moments uh, in the, later on in the game, we kind of got a wee bit sloppy at one part, but overall, like we're we're seeing a much more his his development in his game now, and uh, I think he recorded the highest amount of tackles in the game for, within our defense. And I believe an interception, and an interception as well. Yeah, which um, was beautiful. <laughs> it's one of those things where if do we feel like you've given Kelvin Joseph enough of like time to learn? And do you feel like you see more potential based off of the limited um, work that you have out of Nation Wright to justify like making that move kind of maybe permanently? I don't see a future for Kelvin Joseph. I'm being perfectly honest. That special teams penalty was one of the most annoying things that I've ever seen. And yeah, actually, you could tell he actually did lean into him. Like, like, yeah, had I'm the, sorry. Like, like, if anyone wants to tell me that was on accident, you're lying. Yeah, that was definitely on purpose. So, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He was thinking he was a better actor than he is, I guess. Um, uh, but will yeah, not be I, receiving an Emmy or a Grammy or whatever, not Grammy, Oscar uh, for that. Yeah, he's not getting a BAFTA here in the UK. Yeah, no BAFTA for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Nation Wright has a little more upside at this point in time. Um, you know, maybe give him the next game to really see um a little more out of him. I'm I'm tell you I'm telling you something though. I'm actually really excited, like just like no so far like how we are right now, but I'm even potentially for next season as well with how Derome Brand and likes of Nation Wright have developed this year. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I still think our secondary, we still have a holes in there. Sometimes there's sometimes there was a miscommunication. We went, um, was it a uh, with that touchdown, uh, in the first half? 
Which who's that? Zeke's? No, um, oh God, I'm getting. I'm sorry. I need to get grab a wee drink. Excuse me. Excuse me. One moment. My mouth is absolutely dry as anything. So, Do you oh, think? Right. Um... We... Right. Right. Hold on. Just. Right, right, I'll go in a couple of minutes. Right. Hold on. I'll, I'll be all right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know where I was going with that. Right. Okay. You're good. Yeah, um, I'm just sorry. I'm just. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you have a chance, a little bit more chance to see like what Nation Wright is before we head into the playoffs. Um, you know, I a few more chances as in one game. Um, but that you'll be going against a team that is trying, so it's not like he's not going to get any good work, any good reps in there. So, um, I was really impressed with him as well. Uh, I was a little worried when he had to go in the medical tent, but he came right back and um, balled out. I, d- I don't know if you may remember. Do you remember the part where um, I think there was a um, Jaron Kearse, there was, um, I think it was. There's two guys, Hooker, I think, was on the ground yeah, too. And, and Hooker as well. And there was a third one as well. I mean, you saw all three of them there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was just like, no, this just can't, no, please, no, this cannot be happening. Like, last thing we want is injuries right now that is the moment when i tweeted get us out of here <laughs> yeah so, i saw that in the game now i'm done all on capitals as well <laughs> i i really didn't tweet much yesterday because i was just like so stressed out i was like i can't formulate sentences so i just did a lot of oofs and uggs and i hate this I'll be honest, I think with a bit of time zone back here, I was just literally like a zombie watching oh, the game. Like, I couldn't exactly cheer because I was just like, oh. Yeah, something happened and it was good. Woohoo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least uh, the Commanders game will be at uh, noon here, so that should be oh, yes, better noon be for you. 6 p.m. in the UK. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> That means I can have a nice early night then. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, is there what what one thing do you really want for them to do going into the commanders game next week? I want to see Norm. That's not sitting, so if that's what it is, that's cool. So say that again, sorry? I said we've already talked about sitting, but if that's your answer, that's all that's a great answer. Just saying. Yeah, it means well, I want to see our stars like not starting, obviously, and yeah. want to see like like see Cooper rushing there, get Malik Davis in there, mm-hmm. get like uh, the backup offensive line in there, some reps, get more targets to like some Noah Brown, get his confidence up a bit more, and play Turpin and wide receiver, give us more options to see what he what he can do, like on offensively, not just on special teams, so. That's what I would like, like to see against Washington. I like all of those answers. Um, yeah, I feel like if, just depending on how this weekend goes, um, I think it would be behoove us to, you know, start playing the second stringers a little bit. Um, I want I want those guys to be fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we'll see what they end up doing. Um, in the coaching staff we have to trust because we have no other options (laughs) Um, 
All right. Tell everyone where they can follow you for your uh, crazy social media antics. I wouldn't say I'm that crazy, am I? Just after the Eagles game, that's all. <laughs> well, 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 it was really deserved. <laughs> but yes, but uh, um, so yeah, guys, you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Peace Do. I am at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can catch us and all the other great Blogging the Boys contributors um, every day of the week if you uh, subscribe to Blogging the Boys wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, tell Paul how pretty he is and um, make him feel better for me talking about his bald head. Um, <laughs> oh, no. This is the last um, podcast of 2022. Um I want to wish you all a happy new year um, and remind you that even a couple drinks is uh, driving intoxicated. So make sure that you have a plan for a sober driver and or an Uber. Um, always be sure to include that in your plans whenever you go out. Um, we want to keep you around as long as possible. And uh, let's, let's all go into 2023 uh, safe and sound. I may have a different couple of words what happens in Scotland. Everyone is basically outgoing mental, so that's not happening. <laughs> we are all outgoing mental, but we don't need anyone getting into drunk driving accidents when you have Uber. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go I Cowboys. Will not be out, but I wish you all safety, is what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, this weekend, it's a little bit of go Saints, go Panthers, and uh, hope for the best. And as always, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.